0: Hello and welcome to Britpop Banter. My name is Kevin.
1: And I'm Leslie.
0: <laughs> hey.
1: <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> How you doing? You alright? I'm alright.
1: Alright? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. It's been um I've had quite a bit on, bit of work.
0: I think both of us have been pretty busy, it? has been moment. pretty hectic. It is. I'm enjoying
1: to... the Rugby World Cup.
0: You were talking about this. Go on, tell me. So Scotland lost their opener, right? If I yeah, remember they got Ireland. Pumped by Ireland. Yep. Okay. Um
1: which wasn't great. And then they beat Samoa. Yes. Did really well. Yes. Then last night beat Russia 61-0. Which is basically set up this amazing game where Japan right now are top in the group. Mm -hmm. Now, if Samoa beat Ireland, Mm -hmm. we would, and we beat Japan, Mm -hmm. then we'd go up. But then if Ireland beat Samoa, then we need to beat Japan and probably get the bonus point by scoring four tries. So it's all set up for Sunday night. Wow, okay. Right, I'm pumped. Pumped. Then, there's a typhoon. Right And I want that a what? <laughs> a what? And they're like that Yeah so If that happens And we cancel the game They class it as a nil-nil draw Oh So Scotland won't qualify That's now, brutal I know that we don't normally qualify for things <laughs> Normally self-inflicted Right Own goals Last minute goals Beat Germany But can't beat Kazakhstan You know <laughs> Kind Of scenario,
0: I absolutely, yeah, I'm with, um, you. I'm with you. But
1: never has a weather event been the reason that Scotland hasn't qualified. That's the new one, like I feel it's just written in the stars.
0: An act of God now, and now an
1: act of God, an
0: actual act of Why God. Why didn't you
1: qualify for the act, act of God, of God. <laughs> was it your performance? No, we played great, we were, we were killing it. Do you
0: know That's what's gonna happen? We were favourites. Do you know what's gonna happen? Scottish luck, typhoon, typhoon won't hit, game will go ahead. Scotland cor- score three tries, <laughs> so uh, we'll still go out. Just, It'll, you know, we always snatch. Always,
1: the England feet. France game has has been cancelled. Oh,
2: which
1: is, which means now and then the Italy game has. So Italy are actually, they could have qualified if they won. Now tough. And now England and France, that game would have depended on who topped the group Now you know who that, that changes who you'll play in the quarterfinals. Yes Tough Wow Here comes hurricane, typhoon, whatever the hell it's called Uh, Tough luck So (laughs) my thought process is They're like, yeah, well it's typhoon season in Japan If you knew that
0: Why did you put, yeah
1: If you knew that If this is a thing why if it's a
0: season If, it's it, a if season. you actually call it a season
1: Why is there like
0: A big surprise. major sporting event Or
1: why is there no plan B here Why is it not like We knew this might happen So we're going to play the rest of the games in Hong Kong Do you not have the indoor stadiums? Or we knew that was going to happen So we're going to play them someplace else They then thought Well we could We could close the roof in one But with no yeah. spectators
0: Yeah Okay it's
2: I like fine, it Fine
1: but then again Defeats the purpose of a World Cup I mean rugby's not the most watched game in the world right It's their chance to get mm. This on at the worldwide stage okay. Oh I've tuned in for the England-France game Oh, Gone We better win there <laughs> Why is there a weather forecast? What's going on here?
0: Um, how's Australia doing?
1: Uh, good You know Just Got support them Well they'll be my default It's cool. not going to be England <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get going. This is episode oh, 40,
0: 41. It's a biggie. It's our biggie, and the the caller is why is this not in the top ten? So you're up. You're on the hook. You have to explain why this is not in the top ten. So That's we'll, easy. I'll do. It.
1: I'll I'll spend the next day and a half telling you.
0: Okay, cool. So this is Radiohead. Okay, computer. Twitter and Facebook. Brickpop Banter or email us at brickpopbanter at gmail.com. Been a while since we've had a review. So if you uh, Have enjoyed listening to us Please leave us a review And we'll read it out On the show All views expressed On this podcast Are 100% our own And while we poke fun At some bands and artists We appreciate their talent And sacrifice to create These albums Les Gomez Bring it on Hi It's a good episode It's good right, episode. It was a nice episode Just like the band Just
1: nice Just nice Not really much controversy There was there Nah No not one not. really had a problem With Gomez
0: Nah Good stuff all about Gomez um, good episode as well, actually, in terms of downloads. So they're, they're actually a, a, a liked band, kind of like the Blue Tones. Not many people have a bad word to say about the Blue Tones, which, by the way, is now our most downloaded downloaded artist episode oh, the ever. Weird blue Tones. Did you see that coming? I mean, we've covered Oasis, Blur, you know. This might be. This might be a biggie. This might be a biggie, but Blue Tones. My God, uh, we Northern asked more
1: than Blur Park Life.
0: Yep. Oofed. Yep, 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 yep. Just. Just, but yes. Um, so we asked for, so we talked about season two ideas. Mm-hmm. And we've got quite a few of them, actually. So keep sending your ideas and email us and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, so we kind of got a couple of main ideas. We got what happened after Britpop. So I kind of feel like we've talked about the era, we've gone through some albums. So what happened after that? So you've got bands like Arctic Monkeys, Muse, The Dove, etc. Um, deep diving on some of the bands Like actually talking about Their full career As opposed to some of the albums
2: Boring <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just straight off the back Don't want to do that Don't want to do that
1: It's really dull Why is it so dull? Oh and then they got signed to this label And then someone died in a car crash So then they got another guitarist But then he got the flu So then But
0: you can talk about their music All the way through their career Play snippets Les is not a fan of that one obviously Nah uh, a Couple of people suggested dance music as well, which I thought no, was no, interesting. So what else happened in the nineties? We had a big uprising of dance music. Brit dance banter. Brit dance just rolls off the tongue that sure. one, does not it? Sure. Did you see what Hurricane Number One responded?
1: No. Okay.
0: <laughs> so they're just firing them out. So anyway, we're like, what do you want to see in, in season two? Hurricane number one just responded the most more of the most underrated band ever. Thoughts on that?
1: Was that? They see themselves as that. Yeah. I'll see what they did there. Yeah. Well, maybe make another decent album. <laughs> i <Think about> it <laughs> Stop
0: <laughs> you. Well, anyway, uh, well, they've got one apparently coming in March.
1: Well, then we go then. So send us it, then we'll review it.
0: Exactly, exactly. And then
1: come out to Sydney, do a gig. Yeah. We'll be there front and centre and we'll interview you.
0: Bang. There you go. Uh, shout out. So we don't do <laughs> shout outs. I don't know what
1: That's not
0: all men, But yeah So we've got a shout out So you know how we've been charting in New Zealand And I'm like ah, Why? That New Ze- Well we have And today we charted In the Netherlands For the first time
1: but, uh, Well that's a given
0: Number 12 in the UK Last week as well Pretty cool Anyway um, So Andy Smith From New Zealand Reached out to us So he's going to see Gomez in Auckland On this Australian Hopefully. New Zealand tour So you'll have a blast They are fantastic so he wanted to shout out to the New Zealand fan base Which is brilliant Because I sort of look at the number and go
1: New Zealand? Really? I love New like, Zealand by the way
0: Yeah we've talked about this before What, what do you like about New Zealand? The people
1: and People um, are brilliant I love the scenery The cities are cool I love their Prime Minister mm-hmm. I love what they stand for I think that I'm going to be very controversial here. Should I say it? Should I say it? I'm going to say it. I think that they are... I say it. I think they're better than Australia. What? Oh, damn it. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that. Uh, no. We've got Australian listeners. What do you mean? I just think that they've got... They've just got their head screwed on. They understand what climate change is. They don't have a moron as a Prime Minister. Like, when that whole Christchurch thing happened and they all stood together... Mm. There's, I don't know. I just think that they've, they seem to have. I'm sure there are other problems that we don't see. That's the same as other countries. Um, friendly. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I met um, through my work. I met a a, a well a director of of a company in New Zealand. Lovely, just lovely. Great accent. Just nice, all round guy. Just.
1: I do love Australia though I just want to point that out no, It's
0: too late now You've done it You've done No
1: it. I wouldn't. I actually don't even think I, I would live in New Zealand
0: oh, Right Go on
1: Because You know The reasons I love New Zealand Are the reasons that I also love Scotland Because it's smaller And it's friendly And It's got this lovely heritage And it's got lovely scenery
2: Okay
0: yeah.
1: But I do need A bigger place Okay Yeah alright I understand like, that Because I don't know Apart from Auckland Which is essentially A baby Sydney
0: Yes, agreed.
1: Then why would I leave the actual Sydney?
0: This is not how I wanted this this conversation to go.
1: Anyway, I don't know why I'm finding myself. <laughs> up. My, my point is, I travelled around the South Island for two weeks last. You year. did. You
0: loved it. We talked about it on an earlier episode. I
1: just love New Zealand. I just think they're a smashing wee country. New Zealand is a smashing wee. Well it country. Is, It's not big, is it?
0: No, 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 it is. I, you know, I went to Wellington, and I'm going to talk about it in a little bit in this episode. Lovely, loved it. So, I've been to Auckland and Wellington. Wellington, Is that it? big thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. I've been all over the show. Right.
1: Some of the best scenery I've ever seen.
0: Okay. Shall we get back to this? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, but I love
1: Australia. Don't kick me out. I've got a passport.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, so he wanted to shout out for his wife Janine. So, it's a. Her- he
1: regrets that now.
0: <laughs> it's a birthday in November. So happy birthday, Janine I hope you have a great time, and you're going to have a blast seeing Gomez.
1: Happy birthday! Enjoy go. Gomez. Have a Steinlager for me. <laughs> Ooh. You know what was that beer that I really like? It begins with an M.
0: They're great for breweries.
1: Oh Amazing. No. The original ale. What's it? it begins with an M. Monteith's original ale. Oh no, that's nice. Lovely. Are we spoon of that, and fat pints because they're normal.
0: Yes, yes. So if you want a shout out where it becomes a fifteen minute monologue,
1: yeah. <laughs> let us know.
0: Yeah. Uh, Feel right. free
1: to cut that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: people like it when I let you go off on one, so uh, so we played do you remember we played the game of artists over 30, 40, etc. and you sort of you got a couple we talked about Cheryl Crow, Paul Weller, all that sort of stuff. Jody. Jody came flying in this morning with some crackers, right? So Nick Cave was 38 When Murder Ballads come out Johnny Cash was 70 When he released his cover
1: I of I need you park this Just for a second My understanding of this game That was when they brought out their first
0: Their finest work Not their first work
1: So Johnny Cash's finest work When he was 70 was it?
0: Johnny said it not me <coughs> Sure Neil Finn was 33 When Crowded House released Woodface Oh no So you take it back For that Okay Jarvis was 32 when Different Class came out.
1: Can't argue with that.
0: Jodie, well done. Well done, mate.
1: Johnny Cash pushing the pal, but the rest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you got anything else before we get into Song of the Week?
1: Song of the Week, Song of the Week, Song of the Week.
0: No. <laughs> Become the Sky with Violent Skies. Uh, Become the Sky... And this is taken from... Become the Sky germinated in spring 2019. In fertile ground somewhere near Liverpool. You Mm. like Liverpool.
1: And it didn't let me down.
0: Yes, a cracking song. Carefully nurtured by Anne-Marie Howard, Joel Sawyer and Mike Sims and Marcus Mays. It is expected to flower spectacularly this autumn. Early shoots have already caught the attentions of Passersby and its debut release, Violent Skies. A three-minute rush of shoegaze-laced indie rock has already enjoyed worldwide radio and online airplay. And now to peak us. Punch in. (laughs) All right, here we go. Love this. That's a good wee song, that one. Nice wee song. Nice wee song, like that. Thank you very much. Good luck. Shall we get into this week's challenge? Oh no, I'm. Beach Boys. Okay, the challenge keep on coming. So this was sent in to us from is Titanium Girl.
2: Help me
1: run, help, help me run.
0: How? Okay, so this came about of a fleeting comment. I think you said that you were a fan, and I sort of went, "Man, eh. well,
1: this is a fan." So here you go, give me your lies.
0: You've got the album down the stairs
1: Yeah, I said I like that, but I don't I mean, it's a classic album Okay I think fan is probably Stretch
0: Yeah Well, that sets this challenge up really well, no,
1: doesn't it? not necessarily
0: Alright, so we've got 15 songs, let's fly through these
1: Yeah, I'll do it Go uh, Wouldn't it be nice? I put a classic, everybody know this song Sing along, happy, upbeat, 7 out of 10
0: Lovely song, hard not to bop along, 7 out of 10 Boom
1: uh Slip John B, not a fan of this one, a bit nondescript, but wishy washy four out of ten.
0: I like this because I've never heard it before. Seven out of ten. <laughs>
1: um God only knows. An amazing song. I defy anyone to tell me they don't love this song, eight out of ten.
0: Oh, I completely agree with you. Like this song stands out, seven out of ten. Who doesn't like that song? Yeah, that's no, a really good song.
1: Um Surfing USA, um another classic, not my fave. By any stretch, six out of ten. Ooh,
0: not a fan of this, overplayed, and I don't really like it that much. Anyway, five out of ten.
1: Barbara Ann, this is annoying. <laughs> and I really don't like it. Bye Bye. No, four out of ten.
0: What advert is that from? Who knows? It's a baby bell advert.
2: Ba 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 ba, baby
0: bell, my baby
1: bell.
0: Haha um, ha, ha, Can only think of the baby bell advert. Really annoying. Three out of ten. Yeah,
1: I get around. Fun song. Quite like this one. Seven out of ten.
0: Yeah, good. I guess it's a bit overplayed and a bit annoying. But five out
1: of ten. Um, help me, Rhonda. I put, reminds me of grown up for some reason. It brought back memories, what? but of, I'm not sure. Really? Yeah, it like resonated. Huh. I didn't know why, and maybe my parents played it. So for that reason, five out of ten. Oh, okay. Like
0: this again, because it's new to me, seven out of ten.
1: Oh. Um, fun, fun, fun. Bad, bad, bad. Oh. <laughs> um, annoying, four out of ten.
0: Uh, yeah, again, okay. Starting to feel a bit samey, samey with the Beach Boys, six out of ten.
1: Sail on Sailor You can tell it's from a different era It sounds different and Doesn't have the same sort of sound Which I didn't mind But I did love So 4 out of 10
0: Oh I'm the totally opposite of you Best song on the list Really, no. really liked it Because it's something different and unusual It's a bit Benfold's 5 8 out of 10
1: In My Room Awful There's no uh, 1 out
0: of 10 1 out of 10 It is bad Uh I didn't think it was that bad It's alright Quite simple 6 out of 10 1
1: out of 10 That's, oh, that's horrible Jeez. Um, Little Honda You've written a song about a motorbike Get off my radio 2 out of 10
0: Didn't like this 4 out of 10 Yeah It's not a good song No it's a bad song
1: um, I can hear music Not too bad um, Not one I'd probably go back to 5 out of 10 uh,
0: Like this Again enjoying all the ones I haven't heard before 6 out
1: of 10 Heroes and Villains Downhill from here Bad 3 out of 10
0: I agree with you I'm starting to go downhill It's a very weird song It's quite unusual Didn't like it 5 out of 10
1: Rock and roll music Nah not for me 3 out of 10
0: Didn't like this Actually really annoying 4 out of (laughs) 10
1: Don't back down Didn't like it 2 out of 10
0: Like every other song Sorry Didn't like this 3 out of 10
1: so I had a grand total of 65, which gives me an average of 4.3. Four, five and a
0: half. So let's talk about that. So let's talk about it. Yeah. I think this, is, this, this this falls into the category of me, that the Wouldn't It Be Nice, the God Only Knows, the Surfing Music, they're all good songs, but you've heard them.
1: But it's on that, that one album, Pet Sounds. Oh, Everything all, else is hectic.
0: So Pet Sounds a great album, the rest is a bit...
1: Yeah, no, it's a bit samey, samey. It's a bit, you know, surf rock, blah, blah yeah whiny vocals gets yeah. annoying
0: but you've heard this for what 40 50 but years but when they
1: make there are classics there oh it's classic and you would go back to them wouldn't it be nice god only knows it's an amazing song
0: it is i've got a breaks remix of that jeez like if you full-on like breaks tune 135 bpm and then it just slows down and you get the beach boys it's the strangest song ever that's weird very very weird shall we get into so thank you is shall we get into homework aye I've been looking forward to talk about this because we, really? we, yeah, we haven't we haven't seen each other for a little while because um, we're, we're a bit behind. So I'm looking forward. To, this is your. I don't know why I'm talking. You, your yeah, segment. you just. Should. Les says.
1: Les says. What you listen to? What you listening to? Are you listening to? <laughs> well, this week, everyone, it was the Kaiser Chiefs, <laughs> um, and Two Door Cinema Club. We will start with the Kaiser Chiefs, the album Duck. Love so, ducks. Big fan poison sauce. Um, uh, lovely. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs are an uh, English indie rock band They're from Leeds, formed in 2000. Yep. Um, this is their seventh studio album. Um, famous for the tracks I Predict a Riot, Ruby, and Every Day I Love You Less and Less. Three oh. of the most annoying songs to come out of that era. So let's see if we're in for a treat. <laughs> Um, reviews um, NME Uh Duck is far from inventive, but there's fun to be had with the glitter ball waltz of Target Market and the willfully obnoxious Northern Holiday. Kaiser's remain as dedicated as ever to their mission to serve you an earworm. An um, earworm? Yeah, you know an earworm.
0: Like in Star Trek, when they like. Do you know put... what an
1: earworm is? It's no. like something that stays in your ear, like your, in your head, like a track. It's um, like a thing.
0: Never heard that. I actually think it's a like. Well, you wouldn't have seen Star Trek, so you don't know what it would be I Really
1: haven't. Um Basically three out of
0: five from NMA. Yeah.
1: Um they're not Arctic monkeys and unlikely to make a mind blowing concept record about living on the moon. They won't follow in the killer's footsteps and headline Glastonbury. But while Kaisers have never changed the world, they're certainly going to remain very much part of it. Sure. DIY Mag, two out of five. Okay, okay. To be more their seventh LP for the confused stinker that it is, is not an easy <laughs> pop, but a real lament for a band that used to be so much more. Yet alas, Duck remains just that. An album that attempts beady chants, rasping rock, hand-jiving brass sections, and something we're guessing they thought sounded a bit like New Order, all with a lack of believability of a band of actors trying on styles for size. There are a couple of fleeting moments. The chorus of weight is a hooky, soaring thing that reminds you of the unbashed, unbashed earworms that the Kaisers... Again, earworms. Earworms again? Kaisers can produce at their best, but for the most part, Duck is actually a bit of a turkey. Oh, oh no. So, Kevin, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this album? You may go first.
0: I, I love... I, I, one thing I'll say... It's really nice hearing the reviews for the first time Like it's So I listen to it and I'm yep. like Oh, I want to Google and find out what people think about it And then I'm like, no, you just stick to your own thing And then let Les tell you Oh, I think it's good uh, So I like Ducks, I talked about Ducks Yep I did not like this album Oh, <laughs> no <laughs> I did not <laughs> um, Okay, okay So let's start with Let's start with the good So that review talked about weight The song Weight is a very good song yep. I like that Record Collection is okay The Only Ones is, is actually A really good song as well Lucky Shirt is okay She's Electric Okay The bad Golden Oldies People know How to love each other Is And Golden Oldies Are just Cringy Awful Like cringy Awful Just cheesy Cringy oh, Not good Target Market Is horrendous <laughs> It's just, it's bad. Um, don't just stand there, do something. Average Northern Holiday. Average Cart versus Fraser. Average. Average is best. Um, I did. I gave this album plenty of chances, and there's a couple of good songs, but I'm not not four out of ten.
1: I'm with you. All the songs that you say, I don't even have any good. Really, um, wait, it's good. Oh, it's okay. I just realised that I've never liked the Kaiser Chiefs. Like I couldn't stand That i predict a riot Ruby Every day I love you Less and less But they were massive I, I, I know I'm surprised
0: about That they're never Headlining Glastonbury either Because we're a pretty big band
1: nah. okay. I, I just I really struggled With this album First listen I was like Because I had it On the background And I went Well that seemed a bit Nondescript Didn't really bother me And then I properly Listened to it This bothers me <laughs> um, Actually really does Bother me um, 3 out of 10
0: Yeah I'm on par with you I I uh, no, this is not good. This is not good.
1: All right. What have you got next? Two Door Cinema Club, False Alarm. So they are a pop band from Northern Ireland, formed in 2007, and composed of three members Alex, Sam, and Kevin, nonetheless.
0: <laughs> All the Kevs. This
1: is their fourth studio album. Okay. Reviews Enemy, three out of five. Two Doors' fourth effort is far from a wall-to-wall success, but for a band who could so easily continue to tread their affable, well-worn path around arenas and festival main stages without a sideward step, as many of their indie contemporaries have and will continue to do, the risks and experimentation here are very welcome. Okay. The Guardian. So our friend, old mate Alexis, Patricio, Oh, yeah, yeah, Two out of five. It isn't a bad album, the songs are largely alright, the production neat, but there's nothing on it that you haven't heard already. Moreover, Tudor Cinema Club don't have enough personality to impose any kind of distinctive character on the material. Nothing is given a unique spin or a different slant. You could say that this was the trouble with the noughties indie 2.0 from the start. But it didn't stop it getting huge a decade ago. Ouch. And given the ongoing appetite for this kind of thing, you doubt it if it will stop anyone buying False Alarm or indeed filling the O2 arena. Wow. Whoa.
0: Doesn't <laughs> hold back, that bloke. So, All right, off you go. Uh, loved it. Oh. Absolutely loved it. I think uh, this album is it's 10 songs, and every song is, is unique. Unlike the first two of Kaiser Chief, which is... You can't tell that the song is actually changed. No, it just moves into the next song. You're like, is that the same song? Um, this, I real Talk is excellent. Satisfaction guaranteed is mm-hmm. awesome. So many people think. Nice to see you. Dirty Air. Satellite is really good. Already gone. The last song is brilliant until it just stops. I knew you oh, would... Do you know how many times that got me? So the last song... It's sort of building to this sort of chorus, sing-along bit. It just stops, like out of nowhere, just stops. And you're like, wait, what? And I looked at my phone. I'm like, what happened? Go back again, Did it again. I'm like, you cheeky little scoundrels. But you know what? I would be so miffed. But what it does is, really smartly, it goes, I want to hear more. Even though I didn't hear Like it just ends abruptly I go right back to the start And I go to the journey again Like it doesn't It's weird Normally I'd be really pissed off This I went That's clever It's catchy Take me back to the start And let's go again 8 out of 10 No bad songs Oh
1: Absolutely
0: love this album
1: So I'm a big fan um, Love Ones, Love talk Satisfaction guaranteed uh, Dirt air I love satellite
0: Oh
2: great song like,
1: Just makes you want to dance Um yeah, again, I don't really have any bad songs no. I don't think they're earth shatteringly brilliant though I so, agree. um So, solid album Solid We'll go back to it mm-hmm. Made me listen to more of them um, But not, like, I can understand some of the reviews saying that it's not going to change the world um, 7.5 out of 10
0: Oh, that's good Yeah Good on you Alright, I like that yeah. um, uh, Two thumbs up Now, why are we not going to see them? Because they're here
1: Yes yeah, a Thursday.
2: You
0: gave a seven and a half out of ten. I gave an eight and you don't want to go and see them?
1: Have a wee think about
0: it. Have a wee think about it, because I I know it's at the Hordon. That's my problem. That I, was my problem. I haven't been to the Hordon in years. So, so but so it'll be full of
1: young folk running about with a reason of ice and it'll be in the arena and it'll be annoying. It's alright, we'll go have a wee week, boogie. No, I'm not fine
0: We'll have a think about it. If it was all in right? the end more,
1: I'd be there with bills
0: on. What's my homework?
1: So your homework
0: Les says Les says listen (laughs) to
1: So She is Apparently the new voice Of the UK Young female artist um, Has been getting really big accolades Her name is Jade Bird And her album is Jade Bird (laughs) Why are you laughing? Um, Why
0: you've got that (laughs) face on? You know I'm going to hate it Because this is
1: my section I do what I want Um, Jade
0: Bird You listen to it? Yep Do you think I'll like it? Uh, That's a no Hey. Right,
1: and the next band, a band called the Sherlock's.
0: Oh, with, I've heard of them
1: with their new album, Under Your Sky. I think this got recommended to, to
0: us. All right, yeah, good. All right, yeah, cool. I'm done with that.
1: Mm. Okay, sure so two, but we di- we bit different there. So two different types albums.
0: A good and a bad one Good Good, good.
1: Well the, maybe which one is which Smoke and mirrors
0: I love this segment It's all I like it It's, it's good fun isn't it It's really fun um, Shall we get into Guilty pleasures
1: Guilty pleasures Play the jingle <laughs> Guilty pleasures Guilty pleasures Guilty pleasures Guilty
0: pleasures The grid Evolver don't even don't don't come on now. Don't shake your head at this. I'm
1: angry twice. One because I hated it. Two because I couldn't even listen to it on Spotify.
0: No, no, on I Spotify.
1: Faf about with Google Drive. Annoying. So put i put it then, on
0: Google Drive for you. Annoying. Nice and Oh, because you have to play a one track. come yeah, out. Yeah. I know. Don't play the can't don't rate the album based on that, Love it.
1: Um It's really not aged, Kev. Uh
0: okay. It's not aged What do you like about it?
1: Swamp Thing's probably the best song on it That's the problem
0: (laughs) Didn't see that coming
1: Um, Look I don't mind it Like it's just old school dance tracks It's all a little bit Never going to listen to that again in my whole life Um, Didn't really
0: What about the song So Wake Up starts the album That's fine That's fine Rollercoaster Had that on cassette cassette single What do you think of that? Didn't like it What well, about Texas Cowboy?
1: No <laughs> Do you really like this uh,
0: Yeah I like this album I, I agree with you It hasn't dated the best um, But I still really enjoy this album Do you? Would, so there is a couple of dodgy ones So Throb is a bit
1: Oh Don't even start me on that <laughs>
0: <laughs> The guitar riff in that is pretty bad uh, And Golden Dawn Which is the last track Isn't, isn't the best either but over, there's some good songs on there. What'd you give it? Three out of ten. Oh, no way! Way.
1: Hundred percent way. No. Six and a half.
0: Right, you ready? Moving on? Moving on. Listener picks, right? And <sighs> oh boy. So I've skipped ahead. And I'll listen to this bad boy today. So Ben from the Twitter handle, rewind fast forward. Shakadimas and pliers, with the album "Tease Me." <laughs> no, tease me, tease me,
1: tease me, tease He doesn't me, really like me, that. Me. It's it's. Do control? Give me where you love and do control? It's oh, it's
0: a belter. No. It's a belter. Shakadimas and pliers, James. So tease me. It's on Spotify. So you good? Bet it's better than the grid. Is it? I, w- I can't believe you give that three out of ten. Ridiculous. Right, you ready for Britpop one-liners? Uh, yeah. Britpop
1: one-liners. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of junk, be <laughs> <not>, funny. be funny. be funny. Blur. Blur. Look, how, look how many. Bet there's a few here. Right. Um, oh, I see one already. Did you? I know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Gareth. Blur contains the only pe- person in history to simultaneously be cool and be called Graham. It's a bit funny. It's <laughs> Apart from my friend Graham, if you're listening. Um, yep. Tony, there's no other way. Boom, uh, boom. Tam, the kings of the era and beyond, and they defo won the war. Tam, good news for you, buddy. They didn't. Shut, bless, no, no, come on now. Come on. They didn't. What do you mean they didn't? Well, they went. They won a battle in the war, but they didn't win the war. There's a big difference. How? How do you? How? How? Cause, how? Because Zoës so better.
0: Still producing good
1: music, are they? A blur. Blur. Just... Right. Don't start me again. How <laughs> many of these bloody charts do we have to go through? When blood? when does Blur ever top it? Best Brit pop album. Best Brit pop band. Best Brit pop song. Blur number one. How many times? Zero. So, next. Paul.
0: Oh, you're such a... The best. A baby. <laughs> such a baby.
1: Matt, oh. the quintessential Britpop band. Often imitate... Why are they not taught higher on our chart if they're so good, Kevin? No, no.
0: You said Oasis won the war. They did. It'd be more like Oasis won the battle, Blur won no, the war. Blur
1: won the battle. That crappy country house roll with it thing. That was it. Enjoy but... that while it lasted. Uh, Matt, the quintessential, quintessential Britpop band. Often imitated, never bettered. This is a low, is almost the perfect song, and up there with anything ever released by anyone ever. No, 13, the Aussie sun must have got to you. Wink. Well, <laughs> hasn't, so... Um, but I'm moving to New Zealand, apparently, anyway, so... <laughs> and Adam, a band that has something for all the people. So many people... Um, Sarah Ever changing and evolving You can play There's no other way Park Life and Song 2 Back to back At that indie disco As they're all so different Yes you can Mm -hmm. Alex If you had to define Britpop using only one band It would be blur (laughs) 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 Um,
0: I'm trying not to to Intervene Because We'd we'd be in a Two hour argument Forget about Radiohead
1: Right, go on You know it's true though You I don't like Blur better than said You don't I know you don't I'm not saying That is Just not Stop uh, it Here we go again Ocean Colour scene take two Andrew, when I was younger I told my mum I liked jacket potatoes And she fed them She fed them me every night For about three months And I ended up flipping hating them But nowadays I quite enjoy them once Every every once in a while That's Blur Because of Radio Airplay They are my jacket potatoes
0: How good is that? That's very That's good That's very good
1: Tim, patchy genius mm-hmm. Shaney, one likeable member Who is that? <laughs> um, Chris, there is no band more essential to the development of Britpop than Blur Stop it, keep going Chris Chapman, when they're good, they're very, very good But when they're bad, I skip And all albums have skippers
0: Yes, Agreed. I Agreed, agreed
1: Ian, Struggle with Blur is clearly a brilliant band But for some reason they don't sit at the top table for me Despite liking a lot of what they do Much prefer them live to recorded too Agree with you Ian, although I've never seen them live ADL, better than Oasis To which you may have seen my response Oh no, I didn't, what'd you say? Oh, you have a little look, little gif there Little gif Little gif for ADL <laughs>
0: Keep going Let's get Tim, to the end of this I
1: concur And Kev is right The best Blur album Is the best of Blur Which isn't true Of all bands But is of them Yeah oh, Hold on Your best Blur album Is the best of Blur But they're better than Oasis I didn't say Oh no I didn't say Oh there... no Oh no Oh no <laughs>
0: <laughs> This is what I have to deal with, with you You are
1: <laughs> such a baby Ah <laughs> Um
0: who lasted longer, Blur or Oasis?
1: I'm not sure that's the point because we can go down the Ocean Colour Scene route again because anyone can release 14 albums of garbage. <laughs> um, so I've got a wee piece of news. Oh, just I saw it today because I was like having a wee look, and um it's hot off the press out today. An article about Suede's Brett Anderson headline. Brett Pop was a laddish, distasteful. Misogynistic, nationalistic cartoon.
2: Oh, okay. So I thought, oh,
1: have we really done this? What's he got to say for himself? <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> Doesn't he have a new book out? But yeah, carry on.
1: So he, speaking on BBC Hard Talk, he said, I disassociated myself from Britpop very early on. As, I, so, as soon as I saw what I was, I saw it as becoming this kind of laddish um, cartoon happening, which became Britpop, I very quickly distanced Swayed from that. This is the band that started it, Remember Everybody. Um, but when I when asked if it made the band look snobby, Anderson added, I think, did it make us look snobby? Probably. You know, you make lots of mistakes along the way. I'm not perfect, you know what I mean? But all you do, you just go with your instincts. And I saw what was happening with Britpop, and for me, it felt quite distasteful. It felt nationalistic. It felt like there was quite a strong thread of misogyny, and I th- didn't think suede should be part of that.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> Despite being asked if he dismissed Oasis as the singing plumbers <laughs> Anderson distanced himself from oh, the comments brilliant. Adding Well you know I might have said that 25 years ago But I'm not going to try and justify things I said a long long time ago um, Anderson is not the only band to have Britpop recently and answer singer Skin. Also hit out at the nineties tag, describing it as a big, fat, dead, bloated fish. Oh wow! Um, I think timing was. This is her, I think timing was for and against us. If Britpop wasn't around, sure, it would have given us more space. But Britpop consumed every effing um, thing, every TV show, every radio station, every T-shirt. It's all anybody wanted to talk about. Britpop. 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 Britpop.
0: Right, so just in case, Ooh. so this is the band, a Podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, but it's hectic.
0: Okay, what's your thoughts?
1: She then goes on, I just need to read this. Oh no. From Skin. But after a while it got bigger and bigger and got more and more bloated and succulent like a big fat blowfish or something. We were like, you know what? You really don't want to be in that shit. If you imagine a big fat dead bloated fish and then you imagine a little electric eel running by its side, that was us. We were the spiky thing on the edge just slipping through the slipstream while Britpop just got more and more bloated and more and more ship bands were getting involved. There were more and more dead fish on the effing beach. So anyway, that caught my eye this morning. Thoughts? That Well, my thoughts are, again, I go... I do see... Right, I'll admit this. I don't... I do see how it could... The misogynistic's a big... Big term. Mm-hmm. But I can see how. Mm-hmm. It was about laddie, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. About okay. laddish. Yeah, we've so about I, that. I agree with that. Okay. Um, distasteful. So there's two parts of Britpop for me when I think about this. There's the media version. Mm-hmm. So there's the, you know, the cans of red stripe and the football tops and the lager lager and the... Like, all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was also... The really strong music that was coming out. Mm-hmm. I park the two. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah.
1: Okay. It's not as if the songs had massively misogynistic lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's not as if it's like I don't know, like full-on hip hop where it can get pretty. Not like the dark. House
0: of Pain, where I refuse to
2: play. No,
1: it's not. Yeah. Um, nationalistic. Again, I do think that was a moment in time, and I don't. But I think it was a pride thing. I think it was not not like a pride thing, as in Brexit, get out and shouting at people to get out of my country and all that rubbish.
2: Yep, yep. I think
1: it was generally an upbeat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we're all quite proud to be British again. I don't think it was a, oh, well, you're not... Yeah, I agree. ...welcome. Yep, 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 yep. So, yeah, I'm torn. I think a lot of bands, whether they're necessarily part of that Britpop pop genre, did ride off the coattails a bit, mm-hmm. and it did give guitar indie bands in the UK a massive platform. Mm-hmm. And I think... There are more bands that criticise the era than are actually proud to be from it, as we found mm-hmm. throughout this process. Mm-hmm. Um, that annoys me a little bit. I th-
0: yeah, I think, I th- yeah, that it, I understand what Skin is saying. I actually, I actually sort of agree with that.
1: Yeah, and they were a bit different. So They're I kinda, very I, different, I so so I, and
0: they get. We've sort of lumped them in this because we really wanted yeah. to talk about them and be part of this. But I kind of agree with her. To me, what I find a little bit. Heartful or disappointing is that people have really fond memories of Britpop and so when you know your your favorite singers or your favorite bands come out and go it was this it was that it you know I wasn't I didn't want to be part of it and somehow I got pulled into the middle of it and this and that it sort of taints it a bit for me like it's it's a great time for me I understand some of the views Don't get me wrong But it was a great time for music It was a great time for the for the country Going through political change And we were growing up as kids Like it was just You know It was fond memories Yeah You know and
1: There's just a lot of distance from itself And once we get into talking about Radiohead I'll obviously give you their view
0: Oh good Okay
1: Um, I won't You know Spoiler alert But um, But imagine So
0: Imagine So I so, for example, like um, if I was to give an example, so imagine Pop, one of my favourite bands of the time was was Manson. If Paul Draper was to come out and go, I hated everything that Britpop did. He? No, 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 I'm saying if, if. If he turned around now and said. But didn't know, he?
1: Didn't we talk about him?
0: No. No, no, no. Who we haven't it? covered. Oh,
1: no, sorry. I'm we haven't covered
0: no Manson. Enough. So, if he was to, as an example, if he was to come out now and play down the Britpop. Timing, the era, the music, the bands—I think I'd be hurt by that because mm. I look at it through—and it's rose-tinted glasses of everything, you know, everything of what, about my life being in that era. So I don't, I don't, I don't know how people feel. Suede fans feel when they hear stuff like that. I get Scum and but if Suede, for example,
1: because they apparently started it. Yeah, exactly. So then that's my the whole point—is well, you didn't. Anyway, I just thought that would be an interesting little thing that came up today and it's hot off the press.
0: We should do like a, an actual, I should put it into Excel and go, who's actually for Britpop and who's been against it? Make a pivot it? table. Do you think it's 50 50? I don't know what that is.
1: Um, you don't know what pivot <laughs> just... I've heard it. A V lookup, I heard about that.
0: The
2: other oh, day. yeah,
1: they're hard. Don't know what that is. Okay, I know they're... I don't even know what formula is. Jesus. I really don't.
0: Right, okay. Um, what do you think? Britpop bands that were happy to be in the era versus not. Nah, didn't, didn't want to be associated with the 50-50? More? Less. Less.
1: I reckon there's less.
0: Okay. Shall we get into this week's album? Go on then. Go on then. OK Computer. What a huge album. So the album cover. so it's a collection of images. Um, all computer generated. Done by Stanley Donwood and Tom York. Apparently it's a visual diary of the recording sessions Which I sort of never really picked up on mm. Stanley is actually the pen name of Dan Rickwood He did all the artwork for the rest of the Radiohead And Tom York's solo albums So they're all done by this It's very similar to Gomez When we talked about their artwork yep. Do you know what the title's from? OK Computer? Oh, I do
1: No I do because I read it You
0: do You do So OK Computer is taken from the 1978 Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy radio series Snaps to that In which the character Zaphoid Beeblebrox speaks the phrase OK Computer I want full manual control now
1: What do you think I think about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy?
0: I think you hate it Yeah You read it? (laughs) You watched the movie?
1: Yeah You watched the movie? I watched the movie
0: Okay what do you think? hate it, mm. space. <laughs> no one's talked about your little rant on on space. Oh no,
1: somebody did. Did they? Yeah, I think they got
0: it. Oh, it's brilliant. I think so they understood. So apparently, while they were on tour, anyway, they were listening to the series, and so hence the name of the album Walking Be- And it comes through. in a couple read of, it? Sure I read. I, tr- I actually read it years ago, and I've never gone back to it. And because of this, I want to read it again. I actually want to give it the time Yeah, me too What's the meaning of life, Leslie?
1: The meaning of life? Well, that's a bit deep Um, If you
0: knew anything about... Space? No, the Hitchhikers It's the number 42 Right, moving on The album was released on the 16th of June 1997 Where were we in 97? School School we were In our second final year? Yep Yep Okay This is uh, really Head's third album What followed it uh, What was before it was The Benz What followed it was Kid A
2: My baby's got the Benz Oh yeah She doesn't have any real (laughs) friends
0: I think you massacred that on a previous
2: episode
1: No, I just really want to be able to sing it Because I love it
0: Uh, Parlophone Records It was recorded at Canned Applause And St Catherine's Court Which we'll talk about Which is basically like this mini castle Which is awesome
1: Austin Catherine's Court Isn't that like a retail park In Perth where we're from Is it? Did they record it there? Yeah Yeah definitely
0: Producer was Nigel Godrich It's 53 minutes long And it went to number one How long was it in the top 100?
1: (gasps) 27 weeks
0: 100 weeks That's what I meant Okay cool Ready for the charts? Oh yeah Oh yeah
1: Oh because it's my genre year 97?
0: Just Mm. a genre Number 10 The Best of Bob Dylan C. Number 9 uh, EV3 by On Vogue I love en Vogue Number 8 Timeless by Sarah Brightman <laughs> <laughs> No no Who wants it, no, Who wants
1: it? No, Ian no one... you ready No I won't
0: <laughs> Number 7 Always On My Mind Love Songs by Elvis Presley oh. Number 6 Before the Rain Eternal Before
1: the Rain What's this album Oh
0: jeez Number 5 Spice by the Spice Girls Number 4 Ladies and Gentlemen We Are Floating in Space By Spiritualized. Why are you looking at me with Number three Middle of Nowhere By Hanson Number Number two Destination Anywhere By Bon Jovi By John Bon Jovi So that was when he was solo
1: There's no need for that I take that back A bit nicely.
0: Yeah Number one OK Computer Singles Number ten Coco Jumbo By Mr. President
1: Oh go go Coco Jumbo boy, bo, Yeah oh, No way <laughs> <out of> Coco Jumbo <laughs> <laughs> Number
0: 9 Guiding Star by Cast No no. Number 8 Nothing Lasts Forever by Echo and the Bunnymen That's a great song Cause nothing
1: ever lasts forever That's
0: a great song Not a fan of the band but that is an amazing song Number 7 Free by Alternati
1: Everybody's free That's not it No
0: that's That's Rosala isn't
1: it Yeah this one's like (laughs) <laughs> ah! Oh, okay, good
0: song. Six, I Wanna Be the Only One, Eternal featuring Baby Winans. I Wanna
2: Be Baby the Only One. Who <laughs> Can't you find that
0: Number five, On Your Own by Blur. Oh, uh. good Number four, Hundred Mile High City by Ocean Colosseum.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Album 27. Oh. <laughs>
0: Umbot by Hansen. Jesus. Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Oh, I
1: know.
0: I'll Be Missing You by Puff Daddy and
2: Beth <gasps> Evans. Every party. Oh, every move I make. Every single day, every day. Nah.
0: Anyway. Um, have you seen On YouTube Mixmag Mix uh, Fat Fatboy Slim Versus Carl Cox
1: No Because yeah. I know Who'd win that <laughs> It's
0: not a fight It's some Back to back DJing
1: Yeah I know And who would be better
0: Well yeah Carl Cox But It's actually really good They play old school house right, And it's it's Just Carl Cox Brilliant oh Just God. brilliant, brilliant you are brilliant. watching yeah? Fatboy Slim he does all right, actually. He does yeah. all right. He yeah. actually
1: makes something.
0: Mm, tractor does it, but yeah, he does. Cal Cox just bangs out on CDJs like old school, and anyway, but it was, it's actually a lot of fun. Um, all right, Radiohead. Yes, please. Uh, so Tom York on vocals, guitar, piano, and keyboards. Johnny Greenwood on guitars, keyboards. Uh, Colin Greenwood, bass guitar. Ed O'Brien on guitar. Philip Selway on Selway on drums And Clive Dreamers on drums They actually got a second drummer From 2011 Two drummers Pretty cool So we're going to pick this up After the bends Why are we doing that Leslie? Don't I don't know Kev Why are we doing that? I don't know, I, don't know. I, just, I, I thought it was an apt place to start to I be like honest. Swear, will Ah yeah
1: yes. it's, who, who likes
0: that? <laughs> so do you remember the Help album?
2: Yes.
0: I had that. You have that. Yes. Brilliant album. So had some amazing songs. Had Oasis. Mm-hmm. Had Charlatans, Portus Head Blur, and Television.
1: Oh no! Are they coming up?
0: <laughs> Even with my ten out of ten, they did not make the cut. No. Disappointing. Uh, why am I talking about this? Because it had the song Lucky. By Radiohead, which features on this album. It does. But the bands had just come out. So, Lucky was written two years before OK Computer first came out. Now, why that's weird is for me, there's a very different sound to yes, Radiohead yes. between the bands and OK Computer. Very much so. Right? But they wrote Lucky immediately after the bands.
1: And it fits. How? Talk to me how that works Because there's a couple other tracks And I actually think there are a couple of tracks In Ok Computer that wouldn't be too skew with on the old Benz Really? There are other tracks that you would That wouldn't fit at all Exactly But there are like There are a couple But imagine means. just going This is the sound of the
0: album And then going from Literally I, I, I actually think it's very different Right? And if you put it I, I just don't think it would work But anyway Immediately moving from this direction To this direction and then you got Kid A and mate, like right after it, where they've completely gone again.
2: Yeah, How
0: right.
1: do they just keep swiveling? Because they're talented. I can't wait to do one liners on Radiohead. Experimental. Okay. Geniuses. Okay. Marmite. Like, you either love them or you hate them. I've realised that with Radiohead. Even I've just shot that word out today just to see people's reaction. Oh. Ever people go, amazing.
0: I really like Marmite and Vegemite. But. I think Radiohead. I hate is, but okay. I think Radio is my take, and we're getting way ahead of ourselves. Radiohead are something you liked, and they've changed the, the they've changed the flavor. So remember when Vegemite brought out Cheesy Mite, Changed the flavor, people went oh, and then didn't like it. it, didn't stay. So I think you've got I I don't think it's like you either like them or you don't. I think people have probably liked them, and then the, it's been changed so much that people don't like what they originally liked. Yeah. But I'd love to hear what people think of I can't wait to find out if people have, have loved them all the way through their career And how the albums would maybe
1: I'd be so surprised Nah, they
0: oh. Anyway uh, So, the, the song Lucky So Radiohead, uh, they didn't get airplay at all Radiohead, uh, sorry, Radio 1 decided not to play it Which is weird, right? It's a great song Just went, now, I'm not playing that uh, so Tom York said Lucky was indicative Of what we wanted to do It was like the first mark On the wall Right So it is You craft this song And then you go That's what I want to Sort mm-hmm. of get into So after the bands, They got the chance To go on to our supporting Who we just covered R.E.M. Which everyone just got to hear In the last day or so What our thoughts were around them
2: Yeah Sorry box.
0: Andy Sorry Chris Sorry uh, And they got to support uh, Alanis Morissette Because they were on same Level So R.E.M. And Alanis Morissette Tour on them As support so acts strange It's a very odd combination Right yeah. yeah 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 She swears She does swear So Alana said this I was on tour in Europe And my bandmates and I Were travelling overnight At 3 in the morning After a show to Italy And we all just decided To sit and listen to the bands From beginning to end And my mind was blown Before that I just know Creep and fake plastic trees Which I'd covered on tour It's just such a flawless piece of music in my mind. I don't know... I don't entirely know how the tour logistically came together, but it was such a lovely pairing in my mind. Alanis and Radiohead. It was really grounding for me to be in such a bona fide... To be with such bona fide to the bone artists. It felt really validating because the industry was very wild and patriarchal... Patriarchal? That's the one. So to be on the road with such true savants was a real gift to me. It's nice of her to say that. It's nice. Really nice. So Tom said, by the time we got off to the ends of the, the end of the Benz tour, we felt like, okay, we've done that now. Then the record company kinda of shut up and went, All right, it's fair enough. Do what you want, and whatever you do we will totally back you. If you think about it, that's like if you're a movie if you're a movie director in the studio like JJ Abrahams, Paramount comes to you and says, Whatever you want, you've got it. So we were like Okay We want all our own gear We want all We want our own studio And we want to work with Nigel And they went Okay That's pretty cool
2: That
1: is cool
0: I heard they spent And I'm not sure if I have it here Spent like £150,000 In brand new musical equipment Something crazy I would totally do that You would, of course I would You wouldn't spend it on musical equipment though
1: Yeah I wouldn't okay. I want that I want that, <laughs> that
0: Got got need spot. Yeah 100% swap. I
1: want that guitar I <laughs> want my name in it Why is my face not on it
0: <laughs> So days after the Alanis tour wrap, The sessions moved to St Catherine's Court From Canned Applause Where they'd put down four songs already So have you seen the pictures of this place St Catherine's Court It's nah. basically a castle So it's uh, a manor house in Bath, England It's a few... Turrets short of an actual castle Right Apparently you need to have a minimal requirement of turrets So it was owned by the actress Jane Seymour Oh Jane Seymour Pretty mental So the band did music in every room And even the greenhouse Like they used every single aspect of that house They actually recorded on the stairs as well That's cool That's really cool But why? Because it's Radiohead Yeah Because it's just Radiohead uh, so yeah The vocals on exit music Feature natural reverbs Achieved by recording On the stone staircase And let, let down Was recorded In a ballroom At exactly 3am
2: Oh I love that That's
0: just so radiohead Like it's So radiohead. No no It has to be done In the middle of the night It has to be done Acoustics are just right At exactly 3 o'clock In the morning
1: In a ballroom Magic mate,
0: I'd be like ah, You know what mate I'm not doing that I'm not doing it not getting up at that time It's ridiculous i am like come
1: on now Up you get
0: <laughs> Kettles on yeah. get, up, up yeah, get up Up you go. get Up um, you get So the bands, The bands were produced So they had a different producer It was produced by John Leckie um, So Radiohead wanted to produce The new album themselves But brought in Nigel Godrich As someone from outside the group To lend perspective And bounce ideas off So he had just come off The sound of McCalman on Butler oh. Very very cool so, um, Godrich ended up co producing this album and has since produced every Radiohead album since that. He's considered the sixth member of the band. Aww. That's cute. That's cute. Um, so, Godrich said this in 2013 OK, computer was such a big thing for me because I was given power for the first time. Some of these incredibly intelligent and insightful people said, Do what you want to me. So, I worked my arse off for them. And together, we did something that represents where we were all at the time. And it stuck for some reason. People got it. So, that changed my life. Lots of inspiration around the album. Did you see some of the music that they were inspired by to create this album?
1: No, you tell me. Okay, cool.
0: So apparently at the time the band were listening to Can, DJ Shadow. Oh, I love DJ Shadow. Miles Davis.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Ennio Morricane.
1: Yes. What's that? It's like he did a lot of soundtracks and stuff and it's kind of, yeah.
0: Okay. REM, as we talked about, and the Beatles' White Album. Oh, no. You'd have taken that back to the short Cave, don't bother. No, I think I would have kept the White Album. Really? Mm, the White Album was. What was on that? Remind me.
1: Like the White Album. That was the last one. Uh, last Because yeah, well, on. it we went
0: blue, then white. Red, oh. blue, white. Yeah, White Album has got.
1: It's a bit more experimental.
0: I would have kept the White. Blue was my favourite.
1: But the blue and the red were a collection. I know, I'm just saying. Right. Don't come at me. Right. They're not really albums. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Revolver was an album. Took that back. Abbey Road was an album. Didn't buy it. Everyone said oh <laughs> we'll not get
0: into this again, it's like episode forty nine all over again. Everyone said Beatles Revolver, oh so I bought it with my hard earned pocket money. And I went, No thanks. It's
1: one of the best albums of all time.
0: No thanks. I'll have Echo Belly instead. Thank you very buy much. By the best
1: band of all time.
0: Ready? Keep going? Uh, The Miles Davis album, Bitches Brew. They talk about it a lot. Thoughts? Probably won't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So once it got to 14 songs, they went back to canned applause to to rehearse. And then the strings were recorded at Abbey Studios. Two months to put this album together with mixing. And finally mastered by Chris Blair at Abbey Road. How cool is that? Very cool. Very, very cool. So... What did the labels think of the album? This is the interesting part, right? In the US, so Capital reduced the forecasted sales by two million records. Two million. So they went, yeah, we thought we were gonna sell a lot of that based on the bends. Actually, this is too weird for us. We're gonna cut our forecast, right? Whereas in the UK, Parlophone held steady. They went, no, 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 We, we think this is gonna work. We're gonna hold steady to forecast. So, rough reasoning, nothing to market and there was no singles on the album to actually get some airplay.
1: Which is true.
0: Which is true. It's a very tough album to um, to push into the top 40.
1: But I do, remember, um, I do remember I do remember Paranoid Android being a single. And I do remember the video.
0: We're going to talk about the video.
1: And I, d- I remember it clear as day. Can't wait to I remember loving it. And I remember my mum and dad thinking,
0: oh no What's that? Uh- <laughs> Uh, So the album Smashed it It Debuted at number one In the UK With sales of 136,000 copies In the first week alone In the US It debuted At number 21 Which is great For British act And it held The number one spot In the UK For two weeks And stayed in the top 10 For several more Ultimately becoming The year's Best selling record Pretty incredible Yeah that is So um, It's since uh, It's been certified Triple platinum in the UK And double platinum In the US Which is Pretty insane. By May 2016, Nielsen SoundScan figures show OK Computer had sold two and a half million digital album units in the U.S. plus an additional 900 sales measured in album equivalent units. Twenty years to the U.K. after its initial, twenty years to the week after its initial release, the official charts company had recorded total U.K. sales of one and a half million, including album equivalent units, tallying American and European sales. OK Computer has sold at least 6.9 million copies. That's in Wow. So it sold well. How did it do award wise? Oh no. Good segue, right? Nominated for the Grammys, Best Album and Best Alternative Album, which it won in terms of the. Um, best al-
1: Alternative Album?
0: Yep, it won at the Grammys. Best British Album at the Brits, it got nominated, it lost to hymns fair call. Fair call. Mercury Music Prize. What do you think? And I. So we were seventeen. It's just, I'm not even going to read them out. You bought this album. Seventeen.
1: What this radiohead hit album?
0: No, no, no. The Mercury Prize winner. Did I? I'm pretty sure you did. Totally not. Don't uh, Ronnie size
1: I did buy that. I loved that. Heroes.
0: Brown paper bag, right? Amazing. Amazing.
1: So I love drum and bass, by the way. I made a drum and bass pl- playlist on Spotify. sent it to a friend the other day.
0: Send it to me. I love drum and bass. Really? Love it. You've never mixed. Our, uh, love never it. mixed drum and bass. Love Should Pendulum. Love Pendulum.
1: Saw them live. They were
0: amazing. Pendulum are a fantastic act. Are
1: they not Australian.
0: Uh Kiwis. Same thing.
1: <laughs> Kidding because I did my segue earlier. That's another reason I want to move to New Zealand. Okay. I don't um, want to move to New Zealand. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Visa,
0: cancel. Uh, right, so um, the al- album appeared in, in heaps of critics' lists. So it was number one in Mojo, Vox, Entertainment Weekly, Hot Press, uh, Humo, iWeekly, and InPress, and tied for first place with Daft Punk's Homework.
1: Great album.
0: In the Face magazine.
1: Best first record I ever bought in vinyl for my decks was Da Funk. Really
2: mm-hmm.
0: Very very cool Alright cool cool uh, So um, Right The one thing I want to talk about Is This album is 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 Renowned As being A groundbreaking album Of the 90s But oh my god Does it have haters Because anything And you, I can get that Anything you put up there People are going to tear it Right back down again Thinking it's not God's gift to everyone In terms of music Let me tell you Because it's not Mm. Well it's number 11 right
1: Yeah but it isn't like It's so It's not an accessible album
0: No no um, So let me tell you this In a poll sur- surveying thousands Conducted by BBC6 OK Computer was named Sixth most overrated album In the world What was number one do you know Do you want to know the rest
1: Yes <laughs> dying to I know. know you
0: so well Number 10 In the most overrated albums ever The Smiths The Queen is Dead Oh no Number 9 The Sex Pistols Nevermind the Bollocks yeah. Agreed Number 8 The Beach Boys Pet Sounds <laughs> <laughs> Number 7 The Beatles "Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Number 7 Number 6 Ok Computer Number 5 U2 Joshua Tree Number 4 Definitely Maybe Shut up <laughs> Number three The Libertines
1: Oh yeah We haven't really spoken about that No
0: we haven't Number two Coldplay
1: X and Y I didn't even know that got rated Never
0: mind being overrated oh, Number one In the most overrated albums Ever Nirvana Never mind
1: Now that's Interesting Thoughts on that? I'm not touching that little barge.
0: <laughs> Even you have your limits.
1: I can understand, because then you got to ask yourself if Kurt Cobain Hunter died, would we be fan about with that album? <laughs> <laughs> or would we not? I, I'm, I'm not answering the question, I'm just saying.
0: You're, you're asking? I'm a fan of that album. You're just asking the question. Just ask.
1: Gosh, that's all I ever do. That's you ask I the I tough do. questions. I do. The questions that no one will go near. <laughs> you don't answer them, but you'll ask them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, what happened after OK Computer? They went on a world tour, the headline Glastonbury ninety seven. I remember watching that. Really?
1: Cause wasn't it the pyramid stage? Yes. You can know.
0: watch it on YouTube the whole thing. Looks, uh... I remember that. So that's... that
1: can't be that much. You're like Jesus.
0: Jeez, oh It is, it is is. That tour was a year too long, Tom said I was the first person to tire of it Then six months later Everyone in the band was saying it Then six months after that Nobody was talking to each other anymore That's brutal It, It is tough, right? They went back uh, into the studio in early 99 But it took them 18 months to finish Kid A Due to writer's block, indecision around the next sound, next sound And general friction between the band Which is fair enough You've been travelling for 18 months together in each other's pocket And then you put in a studio again That's tough Yeah, that's tough And then you've got to follow up the Benz and OK Computer That's tough as well, right? So you got all this pressure So Kid A Okay So Kid A Everything in its uh, Right place To kick off the album Great song Amazing song
1: Great song
0: Heart, the band The dance act hybrid Is That remix Is probably in my top 10 Dance remixes Ever I've not heard it Really? Post, amazing 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 uh, So Do you want to know What you rated Kitty? What do you think? I'm
1: not a big I'm not I'd probably say six and a half.
0: Six out of ten What do you think I gave it? Seven Well done Nailed it. So, what I didn't know, right? Because I was in the the UK the following year and it was when Amnesiac came out, right? What was your thoughts on Amnesiac? Mm, Mm.
1: Struggled with that one.
0: Now, what I didn't know is that Kid A and Amnesiac, all the songs were recorded at exactly the same time, right? So it's not like they stopped. Kid A recorded Amnesiac. A year later, you get... The fallout of songs From Kid A Right So you get the Pyramid it's song Like the
1: Drakes. Well
0: They say it's not a B-Sides album But they were recorded At the same time
1: So the Drake album
0: I remember seeing Leftovers Maybe But I dare say They would have picked The best songs for the, I'm just saying Right But I remember So you remember seeing Radiohead on the Pyramid stage. I remember seeing uh, I remember seeing The Pyramid song On Top of the Pops For the first time Right and I just went oh, No No That's, That was the song That moment where I went You've lost me
1: Really? Do you not like that song?
0: Don't like it at all Totally turned me off
1: What do you not like about
0: it? <laughs> Everything Everything <laughs> Fair enough What are you? <laughs> that, this is, I
1: don't mind it It's not their worst But it's like They went down that like, That's I the direction bought, that I reckon into. I bought I know I bought Kiddie Um. And I've listened to Amnesiac And I've And I really wanted to like Kid Because it was experimental And it was this and it was that Some and was great it. songs it, on Kid but, but And then with Amnesiac It was like I just Couldn't
0: Mm-hmm. This is when they changed the recipe too much You yeah. know what I mean Anyway So it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what I thought Because they both went to number one Noe. NOA um, So We're going to summarise their career Very very quickly Hail to the Thief In 2003 Number one
1: I bought that did you?
0: Mm. and? I didn't mind
1: that got better.
0: It got That's better. Not, it got up, better. Up, yeah. Upswing. Slightly back. Slightly went yep. backwards. did mind that. Yeah. In Rainbows, two thousand
1: and eight. Nah, didn't buy that.
0: Went to number one. King of Limbs in two thousand and eleven. Uh, no, went to number seven, mainly because there was no singles released from that album and it was mainly an online release.
1: Yeah. Thoughts on that? Do you remember it? I actually don't remember that. I don't think I've actually paid attention to that album almost.
0: What about a moon shaped pool? No.
1: Nah haven't heard it.
0: Okay, that actually had some really good songs on it um, again, number one Tom York as a solo artist, mm. he's done three solo albums, The Eraser Tomorrow's Modern Boxes and Anima in 2019 he's also done Adams for Peace, did you listen to them? Okay. <laughs> so that was with Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Joey Warnocker of Beck and R.E.M and Mauro Refosco probably butchered that or 4 in the dark they had one album called Amok which I actually listened to which wasn't too bad actually Uh, so he's done heaps of movies as well most recently he's done Suspiria the soundtrack to that which I need to watch it's in my watch list which I haven't done yet
1: what's that about?
0: Uh, I think it's a weird horror movie Right up my alley, probably not yeah. yours. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let you know.
1: You do. I'll check IMDb in a minute.
0: Thanks. Thanks. Uh, so back to Radiohead. Did you see what happened in June around the OK Computer Disks, mini Disks being hacked?
1: I did. I was going to talk about that.
0: Please talk to me about that.
1: So they got hacked. Right. And um, during the attack, hackers stole like 18 hours of like scratchy recordings of this album. Mm-hmm. Um and it was around about when they were making that. They said they were going to release all the material to the public if they didn't pay them $150,000. <laughs> Rather than pay the criminals, and I love this, they took matters into their own hands and they um, released it to the public anyway. And went, yeah. Um Basically, what they did was they let the public have all the recordings, all 18 hours of them, in return for a donation to Extinction Rebellion,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a fast-rising protest group that rallies against climate breakdown, biodiversity loss, and the risk of human extinction and eco- ecological collapse. They should probably pop their head over to Australia, because today, the New South Wales government just gave the tick to, new coal, to two new coal fields. Just want that to sink in. What? Explain that. Two new coal fields. Yeah, let's dig that.
0: Oh, coal fields. Th- coal feeds. I was like, what? Coal fields. Today. Got it. Mm. Yeah, we are way behind. New Zealand. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Okay. You are loving New Zealand I in this do episode. Love new Zealand. Maybe you should move there. Okay. A bit small. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Um, Talk to me. What else you got? So they were never intended for public consumption. So Johnny Greenwood goes on to talk about it. I love that, it. by
0: the way. I love the fact that they did that. Yeah. Sold it to Radiohead. Um, Amazing. It's not like they need the money. They're
2: good.
1: So he said the recordings are available for just eighteen days. They'll cost you eighteen pounds, which is just a touch over thirty Aussie dollars. Um, but if you don't have a spare eighteen hours to rifle through them, um, there was a, there was a few. There were little snippets of them that came out, but it basically followed them. So it was like It's the best Such a good thing to do It's a bit, yeah Because like I haven't I've never listened to them No I mean but it sounds like What's the point? Because the other thing I don't get about this If it was a new album
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'd understand Yeah, yeah But this is like Things they were recording Years ago Before they released this album Just
0: yeah, 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 So
1: what? Wow like, but, oh why why are the hackers why, asking yeah.
0: for that much money?
1: But why bother? Like why is that of interest? Like it didn't I didn't if they'd managed to hack them when there was a new song, get it?
0: Maybe they maybe really the, the feeling is that Radiohead didn't want them released because they were not up to the standards that Radiohead normally plays
1: to. But we would all probably appreciate the fact that all songs have got to start from somewhere. Exactly. So you would just go, oh yeah. Okay. So whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else you got? Um, Talk to me about the Britpop thing You mentioned that earlier
1: Oh yeah So Where do you think they stand?
0: Totally 100% outside
1: Yeah Radiohead And that's
2: Radio- Radiohead's
1: Tom York hits out at Britpop It made me effing angry Tom York? Well, yeah. angry. So anyway But and guitarist Johnny Greenwood says The 90s genre Was just a 1960s revival So um, It said The band have recently announced This is Anyway, their twentieth anniversary reissue of O.K. Computer, Um, originally released in ninety seven, it came out the same year as seminal Britpop records such as Be Here Now Mm -hmm. and um, blur self titled album. Mm -hmm. But speaking in an interview to the Rolling Stone, the band's guitarist Johnny Greenwood said to us, "Britpop was just a nineteen sixties revival. It just leads to pastiche. It's you wishing it was another era, but as soon as you go down that route." You might as well be a Dixieland jazz band really York added The whole Britpop thing made me effing angry I hated it It was backwards looking And I didn't want any part of it
0: I'm not surprised by that
1: Again another one They don't surprise me That doesn't surprise me Because they don't want to be a part of anything If we're honest Uh, Yes What do they want to be part of? No but that's what
0: Uh, They are a very unique band I don't think you can put them in any sort of genre. They've gone through genres, but you can't put them in a bucket now.
1: They said, right, just throw this out there, as a good segue. And this is why I just think... So in 1996, Tom York said to uh, Webzine magazine that they were looking for a style for their new album, Mm -hmm. which would be OK Computer. And it was going to be the genre of Western analogue and post-techno-gothic. Oh, come on. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. What's that? What's that? What? That genre's not... that. I'm not... I don't think we're going to be doing a podcast on um, post-techno-gothic banter. <laughs> so... <laughs> um,
0: Jeez. Yeah. Do you get any techno? Does he know what techno is? No. no. Oh, maybe some in the back. The- no. Drum loops, no, no, um,
1: okay, no, cool. and I've got some really interesting information about the tracks when we get into it. About each of them, which I didn't know either. So, all
0: right, shall we get into the singles? Or you got what else you got?
1: No, no, I want to talk about it when we get to the tracks.
0: Okay. Uh, so the band were actually going. to So videos. The band were actually going to do a video for every single song. She was every song, but it was scrapped because money, time constraints, etc. Um, also considered. That was scrapped Was for Massive Attack to do a remix album Imagine that Oh my god I read that and I went You mean to say we could have had a Massive Attack Remix album of OK Computer And you scrapped it Whose decision was that? Les Devastated Can you imagine what that would have sounded like?
1: Oh I could cry That would be Amazing Could you just do it now?
0: (laughs) Just tweet uh, Alright, Paranoid, Android Number three, okay So they said they couldn't do any singles off it Number three So it was released in June 97 So, two things I want to discuss well, And you can talk about the video as well Well, actually, you talk about it What do you remember about the video? That wee fella Which wee fella? That
1: wee alien fella The wee alien fella Well, he looks like it with that wee head He trots about
0: Okay So it's made by Mar- Magnus Carlson. Um, who's Swedish and he's creator of the animated series Robin, which is the weird guy you're talking about, not an alien. You know
1: the weird re- 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 eyes. The re- yeah, re- uh, it's just an
0: unusual <laughs> caricature or character, right? So Radiohead were fans of the show Robin and they commissioned them to do the video for this. The video is so weird, so so weird, so, so weird. So it's animated. It's got Robin and his friend Benjamin venturing into the world. It's got prostitutes, it's got people in bondage It's got drug addicts, it's got Businessmen, it's just all Over the place Now, Radiohead appear in this as well Now there's one particular scene You mentioned earlier That stands out in this clip That somehow got Like apparently, they were, they had, apparently in the original video They had um, a scene with naked um, Breasts in it No, 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 can't have that But you're okay to show a person Chopping off their limbs Yeah
1: and then throwing himself off a bridge
0: Talk me through that scene
1: Do you remember that scene? Yeah It's weird Because it looks like It's like Chop, chop And don't they then th- It's like the arms They do it accidentally They're chopping yeah. They try to chop down a lamppost
0: Yeah And it's a bit of, uh, a large businesswoman Businessman In bondage pants Chopping down a lamppost And he loses control of the axe And it goes vroom, 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 And it just chops all his limbs off And falls over a bridge Yeah It's, and so, that's weird. it's, it's so weird Right Can I tell you a story about this Right yeah. Back to New Zealand, which seems to be the theme of this podcast. Uh, when I went to to Wellington, fashion chops, fashion chops. Oh, that's so. Uh, when I went to Wellington, the so I was there for a Sydney FC game. Sydney FC were playing Wellington, right? So I get over there, and literally, it's me and my friend, and we're like, because it's quite far to go. So it was like the two of us, right? So we walk into this pub, and um, we walk, and it's all Wellington fans, right?
1: Cool. Get bashed.
0: And you're like, ooh, pub is full of them. Two Sydney, two Sydney fans walk in, but Australian rivalries are not that
1: bad. Right? We're, not,
0: we're not talking.
1: No, it's not Ranger Celtic. It's, not, Delta, it's, it's the- not that
0: bad, right? Walk in, and it was really young. I'm talking like early twenties. Young guy walks up to us, and he's like, "Hi, my name is Daniel." I'm the official Wellington FC welcome committee. I'd like to welcome you. And we're like, ah, what? Like, we're quite a bit older. Like, it's, you know... And this this young bloke just walks up to us and welcomes us. And I was like, ah, that's my first impression of, like, New Zealand. Was it
1: sarcastic? No, no,
0: dead serious. Dead serious. You know, we like to meet um, overseas fans and, and make them welcome and, you know, Jeez. take them around. and da-da. So anyway, he introduced us to everyone. And we're sitting there having drinks before the game. And then, so we're starting talking, and for some reason it comes up around this podcast. I think we just started it. And he's like really young. And he goes, you going to talk about Radiohead? And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, probably. And he goes, you know the song Paranoid Android? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, do you remember the video to that? And I was like, ah, vaguely couldn't. And I was, He goes, it's cartoon, blah, blah. He goes, I saw that when I was really young. And he goes, it's still, there is a scene with the and that da." He goes, it's still, I still remember it to my day, to this day, and it scarred me. He goes, I still remember, I still, it scarred me as a kid. I have no idea how it got shown on MTV. No idea. And I was that's like That's a good point. Yeah, and I was just like that. And anyway, so was Daniel- Was there not any
1: parental guidance around that?
0: No. Well, that's what I'm saying. Blocked the boobs, but a guy chopping off, his. anyway, got through. But it just, that was almost a year ago I had that conversation with Daniel. And I just thought it was so lovely. And so typical of Kiwis That they'll just be like yeah. You expect trouble You expect like everyone just to stop and stare And they're like Hi! How are you? And it's just so oh, nice I
1: love New Zealand
0: Right Shall we get back into this? Uh, Karma Police Second single Number
2: Trauma 8 Karma Police
0: Keep <laughs> Buzz is like a Fridge
1: Buzz is it's like never, a fridge He's I can never like sing it properly d- d- Anyway You can't sing Buzz is like a fridge What do you mean? It's hard to sing it I always stop at that bit
0: Do you? Fridge. I wondered why you stopped Because you had your fridge story A couple of episodes ago Yeah Do
1: you Okay yeah, uh, well, Do you remember the video to this? But um, Like You've got it Police cars
0: Well no Just a car
1: Was it not a police car? No And it's dead slow Yep It just goes down yep. the road
0: Yep so car is driving down this sort of country highway type thing uh, Tom York is in the back seat singing So it's the driver is looking out and sort of turning around and looking So you don't see the driver but it's his, his or horse perception And um, as it's slow, you, you realise that it's chasing someone, running away And then eventually the car catches up to the person the person falls down to their knees Car reverses for some unusual reason But it leaves behind a trail of petrol So obviously the petrol tank is leaking And the person who's being chased gets a match out quickly, boom, lights the fire. So the fire actually backs up to the car and sets the car on fire. It's a very clever video. It's very cool. It was directed by Grant G. And he apparently tried to pitch this uh, to someone else who wanted to do the video. And they said, no, we don't like it. So Radiohead went, yeah, we'll have that. Thanks for that. It's a good video. Yeah. so let me just think. I'm trying to think who it was. I can't find out who it was. Um, Lucky was released next, but it only it was only released in France, not the UK. Yeah, right. Weird. But it was a two year old song by that point, right? Yeah, so we in the UK we'd already heard that, I suppose. Uh, third song, no surprises. Number four. Number four. Right. Do you remember this video? This is pretty incredible video. Tom York has a, a helmet. See-through helmet over his, over his head And basically they start to slowly fill it up with water
1: Oh, do it, yes As
0: he's singing the song Insane, scary video So weird Do you know how they did it? No So as they filled it up They, they sped the song up So that he would sing it faster To make sure that he could. the water rose And he could hold his breath to get through it For the water to come back out again so they sped everything up That's why When you watch it back And you know that You can kind of see His his lips are kind of Out of it Just a little bit But that's because They didn't play it In the normal length Because obviously You would have to Hold his breath breath For a crazy amount of time yeah. Have you seen A show called The OA On Netflix No Right
1: I've seen it come up And I've gone Oh nah
0: Season 1 is very sci-fi But it's it's it That scene Kevin Come on now <laughs> the OA season Anyone who's No one No one geeks it up with me Like I ask for people About Wayward Pines Nothing Crickets The OA Good show Apart from season 10 Right Anything else on those You want to get into The actual songs
1: Yeah because I've got Stuff To say About the songs
0: so, Good Good Alright We'll kick us off What do we got first Earbag! Right give me that What What do we
1: got was originally titled, Last Night an Airbag Saved My Life. A line that stayed in the lyrics. Wow, I didn't know they were... Okay.
0: Are you just dropping truth bombs on me now? Truth bombs.
1: <laughs> so are we now going to talk about what we think of them? Yes. Oh yeah. Um, airbag, interesting. I like it. Oh, wouldn't have started it that way.
0: I want to talk to you about this because when we t- we'll go through in a... I'll tell you what the album is I sort of say to you Right So I could get ahead of schedule I try and edit the songs And what I found was I was picking songs Doing all this editing And you tell me I don't want to hear that kid And therefore I want to hear this kid So I had to restart Anyway so I messaged you And I said Can you give me the songs Radiohead yep. you want to play Didn't say this You didn't say Airbag No nah. And I went We always play the intro To an album Pretty much And you said So what is it What what don't you like Better about Better songs it? Okay
1: And it's okay like it's not amazing, like it's fine, it's a good song, but it's not one of my favourites And I thought, I know that I'm going to want a lot of songs played, so I've got to be, you know all And right. it's just not there, it's not, I'll be honest, there are times I put this album on and I skip straight to Paranoid and
0: Oh, away, away, okay, alright Uh I disagree. I think this is a really great opening to the album. I think it sets this, not a punch to the face, but it sets the scene Selling really awesome. well. Great introduction. So let me tell you Nigel Godrich, the drum loop on that song was inspired by DJ Shadow. Oof, no. That'll maybe change your opinion. Probably. It's a departure from a rock band. What happened was I told Tom and Phil to sit there for a couple of hours and create a d- drum loop. And a day and a half later, they were like, okay, we've got it. But it wasn't very exciting settings, so I ran it through Johnny's pedal board and we just did three takes of him doing it until we locked it down. Does that change your opinion, DJ Shadow? Um, no. Right, I'm going to play it.
1: Look, I don't, like, play it, please, because it's not my co- I don't dislike the song, but I knew I was going to have one in my at amount. the long list. I was looking at the songs and you're saying, what's your favourite, basically, is what you're asking me, you know, yeah, my yeah, favourites. Yeah. It's not one of my favourites. Okay. Is that a bad song? No. Do I sometimes just want to get straight into Paranoid Android? Yes.
0: I think you need the warm up before you get into it. Mm, I don't it. know. Okay, all right, well, we'll agree to disagree, but let's play the track. So, airbag. Paranoid Android.
1: So, apparently. <laughs> Colin Greenwood says the, bank drank, the band drank vodka and orange before they recorded Paranoid Android. A drink-fueled binge turned into a jam session that ended with three songs being stitched together to form the post-prog Bohemian Rhapsody. We all sway, headbang, and raise lighters aloft, too. I absolutely love the song. Love it. I remember seeing the video for the first time. I remember hearing the song for the first time and going, this is different, I love it. You know, just because it was like cool, this is just, just everything about the song. And it is, like I can see it, it is like a
2: modern day Bohemian Rhapsody because it takes
1: different, you know, parts to it. Mm -hmm. But um, I honestly adore this song.
2: Okay.
1: Okay. I bought the single I remember it clear as day Because it's got the artwork And it was white Mm -hmm. Had the artwork And it was one of those Cardboard ones Mm -hmm. That you open up Mm -hmm. And then I took the sleeve out And it had all this weird shit in it Still have that Absolutely Mm -hmm. love it
0: Um, Amazing song Probably one of the top 10 Best 90s songs Uh, The guitar work is simply phenomenal Titled after Marvin the Robot In The Hitchhiker's Guide
1: to the Galaxy (laughs) And did you... Yeah, no, not that again. Um, <laughs> and you know that kicking, screaming Gucci little piggy? Yes. Was a woman York encountered in a bar off her box on the old Columbian. Someone spilt a drink on her and according to the terrified York, she turned into a demon.
0: Wow, okay. Kicking, screaming Gucci little piggy. Uh, Tom said it was 50% Bohemian Rhapsody, which you've said. And 50% Happiness is a Warm Gun. Beatles. Yeah. Thoughts? Happiness is a Warm Gun. 50%. That's
1: a great song. Wow. Can't argue with that. Okay. Love it. I honestly love that song.
0: While I remember... Never get bored of it. Uh, So, you know how you like Oscar-nominated movies? Big fan. Big Mm -hmm. fan. Uh, What do you think of The Joker with UKM Phoenix? He's probably going to be nominated. Haven't
1: seen that. Would you? I went to the cinema two days ago. Did you? Hmm.
0: What have we got? Where did you go?
1: Downton Abbey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Telling you. And?
1: It's like a warm cup of cocoa. That's what that was. I liked it? As a, you know, you just you got a lot going on in your life and you sit there. Queen's coming to visit. Mrs. Patworth, she doesn't know what's going on. Is she going to be cooking the dinner? Is it their servants? Is that the
0: plot? I've never watched that show, ever She's got no
1: idea And then the head butler, he's like, but this is our start What's going on? The Queen's... I mean, it's just... The tension (laughs) The
0: tension! (laughs) Would you go and see The Joker? Yes Would you?
1: Yeah, we'd go Because I like... um, The other one Which one? Kevin...
0: You just saying the other one? What other one?
1: The other famous Batman one.
0: The Heath Ledger, the Dark Knight one.
1: Yes. Do you? Yes. I never had you pegged for that. Good movie. Don't like it when it's weird. Like it when it's a wee bit. You'll like this. I've read bad reviews about it though.
0: It's amazing. Really? It's amazing. And Phoenix is tremendous. It's a really uncomfortable, chilling, dark. You don't walk out of there feeling good You walk out of there Knight's
1: a great song I mean movie, sorry
0: You want to It's oh, I've gone to trouble for saying this As I walked out of the cinema The Phoenix portrayal of, of the Joker If it's not on par It might be slightly better
1: Then he's legend mm. Oh no
0: He takes it in a whole But It's very, very different Very different But just tremendous Right, anyway
1: It gets it's got Nine out of ten
0: The Joker It's amazing
1: I might go and see that this weekend. It's isn't?
0: really good. Um, anyway, yeah, because
1: I normally don't like that weird carry on, as you know. I know, but
0: the Dark it's not Knight a superhero movie. I'll no, tell you that.
1: it's and not. that's the thing. No, and neither's the Dark Night because it's not all weird and oh, I saved a life and look at Gotham City and look at the light and. But I'm surprised that it's got
0: Batman in it.
1: Why do you? Yeah, but it's a but there's other I meaning. It's deeper than that.
0: Okay, you'll love this. Right, shall we play Paranoid
1: Android? <laughs> yes.
0: Subterranean Homesick Alien
1: Inspired by Miles Davis' Bitches Brew Yeah, we talked about this, but I should have listened to it, I didn't Trying to to build huge spaces and watch them tumble away Okay Um, Love the song Okay Big fan
0: Uh, So this is on song meanings, oh my God And that's another thing People have written um, their thesis on this album There are people who dissect Every single piece of this album, every single piece of writing and it's like song meanings Which sometimes I'll go to to get sort of a bit of a background It's the only sort of one that I've looked at so far where like Paranoid Android 134 comments around what people think the song means Like mental Um, So Kaiosuti on song meanings To me it's about alienation and feeling that you're different from everybody around you all these weird creatures who lock up their spirits and about how you just know that there are more people like you out there but you can't seem to find them. You wish they'd found you and take you in and it's driving you crazy. Johnny Greenwood, I remember Tom playing a really fantastic few seconds of Subterranean Homesick Alien, just a few bars and either through a mistake or something, those two seconds were wiped and a part of me will always regret that I can't hear, hear that again because the way the reverb played, it just sounded amazing. We got something nearly as good, but really interesting that it cannot be rescued from the hard drive with a control Z. Yeah. Just for a second, imagine—just imagine—you create a rift, and it's just you go. Holy, I got something! I got something! You didn't record, didn't write it down, and it's gone. Do your head then. It would kill you.
1: Did you ever do that when you were writing songs? I wish I was that talented, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> no, because if I did, I would be sitting here, would I? <laughs> <laughs> right Did you know That a working title For this album Was oh. Your home may be at risk If you do not Keep up payments
0: That's pretty good
1: And another one was Ones and zeros um, And the album Was apparently designed To be played In tandem with In Rainbows Released ten years later What? Apparently Really?
0: <laughs> Didn't know that Wait you have the two Playing at the same
1: time I have no idea Or
0: they go back to back I
1: don't know it's to enemy, whatever.
0: Someone explain that to us, please. Yep,
1: but um, your home may be at risk if you do not keep up payments. I
0: like that. Um, I think this is a great song. It's a really I think it's a great song. Really good follow up to Paranoid Android. I'd like to play this too.
1: Yes, please. Didn't I put that on my wee list? You did. Thank you. <laughs> Exit music It's beautiful It's a hard listen You've got to be in the right mood
0: Not a massive fan of this Until the sound effects um, Of a schoolyard Or the sort of Kids in the background And then that bass line Just Bang Punches you right in the face And you go
1: Oof Wow I skip it if I'm not in the mood Not because I don't like it Okay Because you have to be Because okay. it could really Rip your soul from your If you're not in a great headspace Yeah okay But it's a beautiful Beautiful piece of music
0: uh, so this is from an article called Student Playlist In a manner reminiscent of classic Pink Floyd albums After several minutes of gradual build-up Selway's drums eventually kick And Radiohead explode, explode to the song's zenith As York te- yells in a brief moment of resolution Now we are one in everlasting peace Amid a heavenly choir of mechanic pyrotechnics Shortly afterwards, however, he collapses with the sob- sobbing refrain We hope that you choke I didn't. I like that's tiny. That's like you got to listen out for it. Repeat it until it's barely a whisper. If it doesn't leave you with goosebumps, there's something missing from your soul. It's pretty great writing. Mm. Um, there's a bit just before the bass line hits, and all it is is that symbol. And you're off. And it just mm. that it just hooks you. Um, so yeah, I'm not a massive fan of until that kicks in, and then I'm all in. Uh, I'd like to play this.
1: It bears deliberate echoes of Johnny Cash's prison tapes in its dark, rosy opening strum. Now, did Johnny Cash record prison tapes when he was 70? Or was he a little (sighs) bit younger?
0: Don't have a (laughs) puppet, Jodie.
1: Just saying. Just saying.
0: Uh, Let's play it. Let down. Beautiful. Oh now
1: Didn't I like that movie? No.
0: no, 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 Did no, no. Not on your list.
1: Not Are on you your sure list, pal. No? I might check my Sorry,
0: pal. Time. It's not coming in. Um,
1: no, I love the song.
0: It's. I like the song. It's. It's when the chorus kicks in. I actually, like it more. Um, Tom York. That came from being in the bubble and looking at things as they pass me by. If you spend all your time traveling on airplanes or buses or whatever, you're bound to get this sense, like in Let Down. It's like hanging onto something and having the floors collapse underneath you. So this was supposed to be the second single.
1: Really? No, it's not a single.
0: It got replaced by Karma Police when the video, the music video created for Let Down was, est- was, was estimated to be unsatisfactory. Um, yeah, pretty crazy, huh? Um, I've got a no for this. I just think it's a, a, a good song, but we're going to move into Karma Police. Yeah, right. Cool. Yeah. Talk to me about Karma, please.
1: Who doesn't love that?
0: <laughs> Asking a tough question. Well, who doesn't? Who doesn't?
1: Karma police. It's beautiful. His voice. Like, his voice can be, like, hit or miss sometimes so, with me. Yeah. But it's stunning in this song.
0: So, it's Tom York, oh, karma is important. The idea that something like karma exists makes me happy. It makes me smile. Karma police is dedicated to everyone who works for a big farm. It's a song against bosses don't like you anymore, Tom.
1: I bet people have sung that to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, absolute classic. The final two minutes are amazing. Les, we tried to sing it earlier and you copped what
1: You can if you mess with a... us. <laughs> uh,
0: arrest this man, he talks in mass. He
2: buzzes like a fridge. He's lying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. This is what
2: you (laughs) get. Let's play
1: it. Bitter,
2: happier.
0: Talk to me about this. God, really I really hate it. I really hated this when it came so, out of the album.
1: It's recited by, well, it's Fred Cooper, the synthesized voice from the Apple Macintosh's simple text application. Yes. Whose roboticized tones also gave, gave Professor Hawking the power of speech.
0: Oh, okay. Makes sense. But it's yeah. f- pants. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not Professor Hockney's alleged <laughs> But that's pants Okay And I get it They're trying to be Experimental But it's annoying Okay Do you I'm know I'm what it, it is? And I'm on, And i and, and then I'm, on, and I'm, on, and I'm Skip
0: So apparently I'm like Same as you Hated it Right Let me tell you what It's supposed to be Fitter Happier is a list of bullet points that diagnosed society for what it was and where it was headed at the time of this song's release and arguably the world which we live in now. It specifically lists in a matter-of-fact way to reflect the entire ethos of modern society being unemotional and cold. With the melancholic background melodies, the song becomes one of the most frightening songs on the album, but it's only describing modern life. Clearly, something is wrong
1: with our society." Look, it's very, Like when you do listen to what he's saying, it's haunting, and you're like, "Whoa, that's." But it's not enjoyable. It's
0: not. Like I, I get I'm... it
1: as a, I get it as a statement.
0: Yes, it's a little break, it's a little breather.
1: And I get it as a statement, but I'm not going to be like, "Oh, I'm going to crack on Fair happier."
0: So you know how there's, there's there's something in the background. There's sort of lyrics, not vo- there's vocals in the in the background. It's from the three days of the Condor, which Tom York recorded off his TV and slipped
1: it into the background.
0: There you go There you go uh, No Nah Electioneering
1: Best song on the album Oh no No Okay
0: Whoa Well this is funny Because when I was younger When this album came out This was my favourite song on the album Still is for me skip, skip 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 Play Repeat I used to love 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 I this song I love this song Can I say Not in the same league anymore <gasps> One of the weakest songs on the album You're off your nut You're off your nut pal Uh, I think it's I think it's the guitar you it? Yeah I'm playing it You told me to play it I'll play it So but the guitar riff At the start is really good But then
2: (laughs) just
1: love it One of the best songs
2: ever.
0: Uh, I love it Just hum along to it Will we? Alright so Tom Yorkins played in 97 That this song was inspired By reading By Noam Chomsky Yeah Good old Chomsky Uh, he said, as well as that, I've been reading a lot of Chomsky and I had that feeling that when you read Chomsky that when you get out and do something and realise in fact that you're impotent.
1: That's you just gonna play the tap tap it. the whole song. Um and it's a song I forgot about. Maybe do you know what it is? And I'll tell you this little exercise. So you know all the songs in the album, Paranoid know, Paranoid, blah blah blah, blah, yeah, yeah. blah. Um forget about this one. No one talks about it. It's no? just there. Yeah. And then it came on and I'm like, Ooh! And I remembered and I loved it. So I've been playing that all week. Really? Because the rest of the songs I know backwards and forwards. Okay. And then I forget about this one. So it's been a wee surprise for me. And I was like that. This is magic. Bang. See, so driving to work yes. at 80Ks. I mean, 50Ks. <laughs> <laughs> Without <that> playing. It's <laughs> amazing.
0: Um, we, need, we need to play uh, a drinking game. Next, next time we go out, when you specifically say we instead of small. Is that a lot? Yeah, this one. I don't know why. This one I've picked up on a fair bit. Um, Well then, we'll play this wee song. Aye. Climbing up the walls. Oh, that's not a happy smile. It's okay. Uh, So it's a song about fear. Mental health uh, It's actually a pretty scary song Lyrically wise yeah. It's like really not good So uh, Okay And either way you turn I'll be there Open up your skull I'll be there Climbing up the walls Like
2: that's just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: especially when I've seen the Joker You're like ah, ooh, That's Like seeing lyrics like that uh, so Tom, that's that one's a bit of a mystery to me, to be honest. I used to work in a home for the severely mentally ill for a while in this little village. I remember one of them escaping one night. He was perfectly harmless, but he was really ill. I mean, he couldn't be out in society anyway. But because it was in a little village, it sort of stuck with me. This idea of this guy in the middle of the field with police chasing him.
2: <sighs>
0: yeah, yeah, and that's that, uh, the movie Joker. L- mental health, like it is. It's, it's very full on Right Climbing up the walls I don't want to play this Nah Okay moving on No surprises God you can hear it in your head As you talk through it du, 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 du. Uh, go, on. go on What do you think of this song?
1: I like it uh, Yeah It's not one of my favourites Okay um, But it's probably one of the most accessible ones I could see why it was a single Okay
0: yeah okay.
1: Easy Okay. It's a good song It's a very good song
0: uh, same as you A lot darker than I remember So again from Song Meanings I think the basic message of the song Is that the supposed perfect middle class mm-hmm. life Where you live in the suburbs With a good job and family mm-hmm. Is something no one would actually ever want Because it would be a damning Boring life of no surprises The lyrics are someone with such a life Realising he has been happy this entire time And that this is the reason why
2: <sighs> No I love him. No, no.
0: Surprises. Yeah, I didn't pick up on that. And then I'm like, reading that, I'm like, oh, oh all right. Uh, so let's play No Surprises. Yes,
2: please.
0: Lucky.
1: I It's a great
0: song It is a really, really good song Um, Particularly when the chorus and the guitar uh, hits Then it's just, it's just deblime It's haunting, it's sad (sighs) So it's about, so The start of this this album So the starting point for this album So it's the first song that was written for this album Depicts a man who survives an airplane airplane crash Airplane crash in a lake and becomes a superhero the song is also linked to Airbag as well mm. Guitar work, just brilliant um, Anything else you want to chuck in before we play? No Let's play Lucky Lucky The Tourist
1: Oh no I like it a lot Okay What do you think about it as As my what? Your final hurrah uh,
0: I've literally put great end to the album It's absolutely gorgeous Is it a hurrah? I'm not really sure I don't think you really class. Although when I did my hurrah lists, um A listener suggested this and went Wait this should be on it And you kind of go to and f- backwards and forwards on it Uh, So, from Cube magazine, this was written by Johnny Greenwood in response to seeing a group of tourists dash through a town in France. It was intended to be a song about the speed you live your life with, your later added lyrics that he'd written on a holiday in Prague. (sighs) It's going to take us out of the podcast. What did you think about the song? And what do you think about the end of the album?
1: I, um... I really like this song. I don't know if it's the way to end it. Okay. I don't know. But then I go, what else would you end it with? Because every other song needs something after it. You couldn't end it with Paranoid Samps. Well, you could actually maybe Could you do Paranoid Android? Is that where you're going with? No, I'm saying you couldn't. Um, you couldn't really end it with exit music. You couldn't really end it. You could maybe end it with electioneering.
0: It's mm, a bit of an odd choice. Doesn't fit the hurrah category, you realise that.
1: I actually think you could end it with no surprises.
0: Okay, alright.
1: I'd okay. be quite comfortable with that okay.
0: Alright. Anything else before we get into reviews?
1: Um so, yes there is. I just want to give you my thoughts. <laughs> just so you know. I don't want them. Um, well you are gonna get them. <laughs> so when we went through this exercise, mm. um I knew that people were like, well, they're not brett popping. No and all that stuff and then I remember how much I remember this album and how much I really liked it mm-hmm. through this exercise there have been albums where I haven't liked as much Ooh. and haven't or like remembered them and it was quite fun or and just various things and I genuinely was worried because I don't listen to this is not an album you listen to a lot
2: yes well I certainly don't Yep.
1: um and I was, I've was i been worried mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks Because I thought mm. And I've been actually too scared to listen to it But that's the truth Because I, mean, I know it's coming mm-hmm. And I know I've rated it highly Because I probably didn't even really listen to it In terms of the whole process Because I know what my thoughts are around it And yeah. like, I love it okay. I've been really worried And I was like you well, you just got to bite the bull you just got to put it on, put okay. it on. Yeah. Um, And? I love it <laughs> So good Like, I love it. Like, I know there are parts of it that are dark and they're heavy. Mm -hmm. And fitter, happier, and, you Mm -hmm. know. But there are some, and I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. um, And I know it's very different from the normal Britpop albums. But it is an iconic album. Mm -hmm. It's not overrated because it's experimental. It's different. It's challenging. It's musically daring. Mm -hmm. um, And it's moving. It's a bit frightening, mm-hmm. makes you think, mm-hmm. sometimes makes you feel uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. And I love it. So, we'll, we'll do reviews after, but this is a perfect segue to find out what you actually gave it. How? I reckon hi. Because I want you to tell me if you stick to it. All right? So, you've just talked, you've talked really passionately about the album. So, what do you think you gave it? An eight. You did. And, so I, I went, eight? How do you feel about it now? Are you sticking? Yeah. Doubling down on an eight. Okay.
1: Maybe eight and a half.
0: It's too late. We're done.
1: Maybe I would, if you were, no, but I mean, if you really pushed me, that is as far as I'd go. Okay, but I'm you comfortable with it because it's not a ten out of ten album because it's got tracks that I'm not massively fond of. Like I said, it's got Fair Happier. There's a couple of things there that I'm not mad. Airbag's okay. Like there are some tracks where I'm not. The album as a whole is. Different to everything else and it's challenging and I love it for that. And I gave it an I give it an eight because it's a great album mm-hmm. and I don't hand out eights willy nilly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and I stick to it because it's twenty years later and I still give it an eight. To my point, I probably won't give some other albums eights yes. in twenty years time that I probably gave an eight two weeks ago. That's whatever. Okay, cool. But my but it's yeah, it's challenging.
0: I think you've explained it really well.
1: But it's not a ten. And it's not a nine So it's an eight
0: I gave it a nine
1: Would you keep that now? Probably not What would you do, an eight?
0: Uh, I'd be the eight and a half I actually I actually have gone backwards A little bit Which I didn't expect Going into this So it's really strange Because I At the beginning When we sort of I knew the ratings I went Oh I wonder why you didn't Why? why? And So I knew the score Obviously You didn't and then I'm like, ah, I wonder if you regret that or... So I've, I've, so you would have maybe stepped up half a mark.
1: I'm pushing it if I had to, but it. I probably wouldn't.
0: And I'm probably going to step down half a mark. Because I think when you look at a lot of top lists, this would always be in the top 10. Always. And we, we are getting questions around, it's number 11. Why is it number 11? I'm actually saying I'd probably step it back a bit. Because just out of overall enjoyment about the album... I don't know when I'm going to listen to this again It'll probably hold up But I don't know how often I'm going to go back to it But it's one it. of those ones
1: when you put it on you do enjoy it Yeah You couldn't be listening to bloody OK Computer every day You'd blow your brains out
0: So let's do uh, actual reviews So Spencer 1 out of 5 Quite obviously the most overrated album of all time Your Blues, 3 out of 5 More like OK Album, am I right? Mm. That's quite, come on, that's quite clever So, Roy Perl, two out of five. So let me get this straight. A bunch of one-hit wonder grunge copyists bottom out after hitting over to the overly precious Britpop and then decide that song structure is what's holding them back. The melodies and words on OK Computer sound like Tom York is making them up as he sings them. This thematic conceit is retarded. The music, while not unholy unlikable, trades bombast for pretension, and for some people find this challenging and out there. It's avant-garde for people who've never heard of anything avant-garde much closer to the meandering, tuneless, self-important prog bullshit that made punk rock necessary. Unfortunately, though predictab- predictably, this pseudo-intellectual, gussied-up Britpop approach to experiment, experimentalism proved safe enough the OK computer tapped into the zeitgeist. In other words, it's just out there enough to give a conservative mainstream audience a fleeting sense of being hip. Now get back in your cages.
1: <sighs> it's
0: just stupid. Uh finish with this, OJ, AJ Beave, five out of five. Writing a review for OK Computers should be like shooting fish in a barrel. All you have to do is throw around words like experimental, weird, sparse, lush, depressing, classic, magnum opus, and my personal favorite, messy mar- masterpiece. And just like that, you have a cookie cutter review, which is socially acceptable to just about all of your trendy friends. What's really funny about that previous paragraph is all the terms used are above our spot on. OK Computers, all those things and more, just the album has taken to take on a history of its own. You'd be hard pressed to find a legitimate greatest album list that doesn't have it towards the top and rightfully so. It's a kind of album that makes a band and one that can often be pigeonholed. How the hell do you top this? For Radiohead it was exploring their sound to a profound extreme while still being considered rock. Kid A is a great result of the frustration of trying to top something that they ultimately could not. As for OK Computer, it's the kind of album that's taken piecemeal piecemeal feels as though it can't work. But somehow the track numbering is right on and the album become a symbol for the frustration of the 90s. And who could argue, this is as good as it gets.
1: How could that review? Very good.
0: Very well written. Alright. We've talked about the ratings. You've never seen Radiohead? No. I've seen them. 2004. Um... So what's happening now, if you go to the website, it actually uh, routes you to radiohead.com dead air space. And there's nothing there, there's just a photo of band equipment, so I don't know what that's that sort of meaning. They're not touring, but Tom York is touring the States at the moment on a solo tour. Are you ready for number 10?
1: We're in the top 10 now. This is it.
0: We're almost there, mate. Milestone. Almost there.
1: Milestone, Number 10.
0: Number ten, this is these are the two that I've been sort of most apprehensive around. And we just knocked off number eleven. Number ten is gonna be the Way a Minute. So we're gonna to have to do a bit of justifying why this is.
1: Do I like this album?
0: Love it. It's a fun album. Very different to what we just covered. Oh good. In terms of classic albums though, I don't think it'd be in a lot of people's top ten <laughs> at all. But it's a it's a top fun album. So there is. So, we t- so I'm going to spoil it for you because I have to read out this. But anyway. So shout out to Gareth um, Brand who tweeted. Ever since number 17, I've been waiting for this album to appear. Yet somehow it never comes. Surely it won't be top 10. I repeat, over myself, I repeat this over and over to myself every night before donning the bleep surprise pyjamas. Surely it won't be top 10. But if it's number one, I'm inviting you and the other 1,100 Twitter followers for a listening party back in my back garden. I'll supply the sausage rolls. the better be vegan, mate. And Twiglets. Remember Twiglets? Yeah. i love the sausage rolls. However, you must bring your own beer. Gareth, we're here, mate. So, what's the album? What did we cover off that we said was coming up? Oh my god. You ready? Yeah. He's got apparently he's got pajamas, which is incredible. We are covering blue
1: Tones again. No way. Return to the last chance. Ooh. I love this album. We're going to get slated for this cuz this is probably not musically.
0: We're going to get hammered
1: But that's standing. fine.
0: But that's I fine. I absolutely love this album This song. album is fantastic. It's so much fun. Boom
1: ba-dum, 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 boom 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 boom.
0: So, Gareth, it's not number one. Should so, have been a someone... hint because it's
1: our bloody theme tune.
0: Thank you, which we'll talk about next week. So, when we've lost the barbecue because we didn't make it number one, which kind of sucks, but... Yeah. Nice thought, though. Lovely nice thought. thought. Lovely thought. So, we're going to cover that. Uh,
1: I could put sausage rolls on for you if you want when we do this.
0: Vegetarian, Linda
1: McCartney. Oh,
0: yes. I did. They're really nice, actually. Are they? Yeah, yeah, lovely. Yeah, no thanks.
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs>
0: Blue Tones And we are into the top 10 Wow So we are ten, Getting nervous now 10 episodes From I finishing. am nervous
1: Because it's, if number 1's not If it's, if the top 5 isn't To my liking I'm going to lose It's too
0: late mate
2: well. done,
1: done
0: Excel don't lie uh, And we've got to figure out What we're doing for season 2 Because we're getting close now Yeah Alright so Next week Blue Tones Return to the Last Chance Saloon As usual Britpop banter On Facebook and Twitter Or email us Give us your season two ideas. Keep them coming, please. And any reviews, whack them up. We haven't had any for a while. Anything else?
2: Um,
1: no, that's all for me.
0: Lovely. All right, see you next week. Bye, everyone.